1: We will go back to the phones in just a moment, but I do want to get the perspective of um, folks in Southern California and joining me to do that right now, he is with the Southern California News Group, Jim Alexander, joining me on CBS Sports Radio. Jim, appreciate you joining me on what I know is a sad day everywhere, but especially in Southern California. Can you put into words the outpouring that's going on today in the wake of this tragic news?
0: Well, I've I've got the the TV on here in my home office, and I'm looking at an ESPN shot of L.A. Live, which is right across from Staples Center, where they're supposed to hold the Grammys tonight. And tons of people there, Laker flags and, and people wearing Laker jerseys are milling around. They've they've set up they've set up impromptu shrines there. I mean, it's I it 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 has hit people hard. I, I just wrote a column. And I referred to it as a gut punch. Mm. Yeah. You know, part of it, part of it. So the suddenness and part of it is the fact that for the past, past, few days, we've been talking to Kobe and about Kobe anyway, because of the fact that LeBron James was poised to pass him in the all time on the all time uh, NBA scoring list, which he did last night in Philadelphia. And so the last few days, we've had stories about memories of Kobe and and LeBron talking about Kobe's impact on him as a fellow guy coming right out of high school into the NBA. And and it's just it's eerie, really, that that that's what we've talked about the past three or four days, and then today we get this news. I mean, I was I I logged onto Twitter this morning. I was posting a couple of links from last night and I see a, a, I see Scotty Pippen's tweet saying RIP and I'm thinking what's going on. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's how I, I found out that uh, found out about the helicopter crash. And it's just, and I think a lot of it out here is he was a Laker for life. And he was part of five championships in this this century. And the Lakers have reestablished themselves as the most popular team in LA, re- regardless of sport. And because of all that, Kobe took on kind of a larger-than-life persona. I mean, all the you you. You may have disagreed with a lot of his decisions. You may have disagreed with the way he approached the game. But in L.A., he was, he was the man. And even when, when LeBron came in last year, somebody did a mural somewhere in L.A., LeBron the King and all that, Kobe fans went out and defaced it. I mean, there was still that push-pull behind who's, who's the greatest Laker ever. And, you know, Kobe, Kobe fans have, have sort of found it hard to, uh, to accept LeBron. It's a little easier now that the team's winning. And, and, and I think this, I don't know if this will change, change that at all, will change that dynamic. But, but yes, Laker, or, or Laker fans and people in L.A. Have, have, you know, they've had a love affair with Kobe since he was an 18-year-old coming into the league in uh, 1996.
1: So, yeah, well, so it's Go ahead. Yeah, no, Jim. I was, we're talking to Jim Alexander, Southern California News Group. Jim, I wanted to ask you, the other part of this tragedy is that his daughter Gianna was on the helicopter with him today, and we've seen the footage making its way across social media today of him coaching his daughter on the sidelines of what looked to be a Laker game they were at, and they were talking basketball. I, I think most people listening know – intimately kobe the player because we watched him night in and night out for so many years for two decades but I'm, I'm guessing that kobe the father is something that probably is a little more close to home out there in la can you speak to that part of kobe bryant in his I, probably more accentuated now that he's retired and he's able to be at home on a regular basis but kobe the father
0: yeah and and kobe's kobe's post-basketball life i mean he he settled into uh Writing kids books or, or creating kids stories for film or podcast or what have you, and he took a very active role in in his his daughters' lives and and their their basketball. Uh, and and because of that, because of the fact that you know he has daughters and they're interested in basketball and and all of that. He became a passionate advocate, not only for them, but for women's basketball period. I mean, mm-hmm. he did a lot of stuff with the Sparks. I mean, uh, you know, college players talked about how he reached out to them or, or vice versa. And they, you know, they connected and, and he showed support for, for their teams and their game. So I, I think that's that's something in his post-basketball career that has been significant that that Kobe really was a passionate advocate for whether it's the WNBA or college women's basketball or, or or kids or girls basketball.
1: Jim Alexander joining me on CBS Sports Radio. Jim, I feel like when we ask about the legacy of any great Laker, the the rings are all equalizers. I feel like all, it feels like all the ones that are great, you know, except for LeBron, who's still in the infancy of his Laker years but all the ones that were with the championship teams of the 90s and the 2000s, the Showtime Lakers, going all the way back to greats like Jerry West, there's, there, there, is, there is great success at a championship level for all of them. So when I ask what Kobe's legacy is, putting the rings aside for a second, what is Kobe's legacy in your mind?
0: Uh, probably his, his discipline and his drive and his work ethic. And you go back to when he first came in, and he and, and Shaquille O'Neal came in at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shaquille was signed as a free agent, and Kobe was drafted and by Charlotte and traded to the Lakers. So they both came into the Lakers at the same time, and it, it developed. Kobe had this incredible drive from the moment he got there, and it, it it was a situation where he couldn't understand sometimes why others didn't work as hard as he did. Weren't in the gym as long or, or as, as often or what have you that, that he, he, he had this almost fanatical drive to be great. And if you weren't keeping up with him, then buddy, it was your problem. And I And I think that's, that's the thing. That that is the thing that set him apart from almost everybody else in the NBA. That 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 almost fanatical desire to be great and, and willingness to do what it took to get there.
1: Jim Alexander, Southern California News Group, giving us some perspective on the uh, on the passing of Kobe Bryant. Is there is there any new news out there today, Jim? As far as uh, as we approach later in the day here, we know that Kobe. Um, we, we know the story of you know Kobe and his daughter both on the helicopter and and where they were on their way to. Um, has there been anything else from in terms of an investigation? What happened or anything like that that, uh, nothing, that we've learned or nothing, that people are anxious to learn?
0: Nothing. There's nothing concrete. I guess the the uh, the California Highway Patrol and and other law enforcement people had a. Uh, a press conference maybe an hour ago and basically what they what they said was what we already knew there haven't been any additional identifications of of people on the helicopter and and really i haven't seen anything to suggest definitively how this happened whether fog was a factor or or what have you so that i'm sure that will come out in time but it's probably going to take a lot of digging to, to get to that point. And
1: I guess the next time the Lakers play is on Tuesday against the Clippers, if I'm correct, at Staples Center, that is, correct?
0: That is that is correct. And I'm going to be out there, and I'm going to be very interested to see what the mood is. I, and and I go back to another sport, and it's different set of circumstances, but uh, the first home game the Angels played after – Tyler Skagg's passing mm-hmm. last year and 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 we know more now about that than we did then we we didn't realize the the we we didn't realize what caused his death so so that has to be taken in, into account but it was an incredibly emotional evening, and people were like I like I talk about people setting up impromptu shrines at LA Live for Kobe. Well, they did that at, at Angel Stadium for Tyler Skaggs, and there were there were like flowers and posters and baseball caps and what have you, and just it's just sort of grew and grew and grew. And I would imagine we are going to have pretty much the same thing, only more so. Uh, maybe, maybe times 25. I, you know, I, I, yeah. who knows, but it's, it's going to be an incredibly emotional evening. And, you know, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to expect. I mean, there's, you know, who knows, they might even say, well, we need to, to delay this a couple of days. We need more time. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, that they're going to be out there Tuesday, we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Whenever, in...
0: whenever whenever they do reconvene, it's going to be incredibly emotional.
1: Yeah, no, it still feels surreal. It really does. Just a few it hours does. removed. Yeah, no question. Jim Alexander, Southern California News Group. Jim, really appreciate you making time. Thank you for the insight.
0: You got it. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?